today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Lots to talk about today in regard to the electricity file. Uh, of course, there's uh, uh, in the House today, it came, or in the ledge today, rather, it came out that uh, I guess uh, $11.7 million of the $11.9 million, which was allotted to help people who were struggling with their electricity bills, was spent on advertising and consultants. Oh, yeah. So uh, where that leaves people who are applying for the programs, uh, not too sure. Also, uh, there's chatter. Patrick Brown has been saying that uh, you're aware that uh, the wind uh, farm that uh, was off, uh, I guess, south uh, central Ontario and was eventually canceled. uh, Patrick Brown saying because it was in a liberal riding. Uh, the company, that contract is still viable, apparently. It hasn't been cancelled, but it has been, uh, I guess, put on hold with a moratorium that the Liberal government put in place saying that they didn't want all of a sudden to do offshore wind, um, but we really didn't hear why. I heard it was like bad for your health or something like that, but how can they be bad for your health offshore but not onshore? Anyway, I digress. They they canceled the program and they just paid this company $25 million uh, last week. And the rumor is that's going to go way up. To talk more about all of this, Parker Galland is with us, Vice President of Wind Concerns Ontario, and he is with us now. Hello, Parker. How are you today? I'm good, Scott. And you? Good. Thanks for taking the time uh, to join us. Have we heard the last of this story on in regard to the offshore wind farm? I don't think so, no. I mean, I, the contract, as, as uh, the ruling came out, um, it says that it's still valid, and Windstream is making noises that they're looking forward to completing the project and and putting those uh, wind turbines up. So, Where I, does that leave the Ontario government when they said it's not going to continue, or at least there's a moratorium? What are we waiting for, or are we? Well, we're waiting for this, you know, the, the, the uh, moratorium was... Uh, supposedly canceled because they were concerned about environmental effects on the Great Lakes. Now, um, you know, the study was to be done by the Ministry, I believe, of Natural Resources, but nothing has come out of that. So we're still waiting for that, and I think it's six years now we've been waiting for it. So, Well, really, can they come out and say that they're bad for the water if they're good for the land? I mean, well, wouldn't that sort uh, of... Yeah, con- I mean, that's if, what if it proves ba- <laughs> wondering. If it's proving uh, I mean, to be bad for people on water, that. then how would it be good for people on land? Yes, right. Well, it's, you know, it's the visual thing. It's the site. I mean, the funny thing is I lived in one of the ridings uh, in Scarborough, off the Scarborough Bluffs. That was... Uh, where, where offshore wind turbines were, you know, were uh, proposed by Toronto Hydro. They actually had a met station out there in Lake Ontario in front of the bluffs where they were testing the winds as well because they wanted to put some industrial wind turbines offshore too. But it was fought, and um, it was fought just prior to an election, right, in 2011. Of course, that's when the moratorium suddenly um, came out, and the government... You know, at the time, which was the Liberal government, said, oh, we want to have a, a study of this because, you know, uh, there could be effects on, on uh, and stirring up, I think it was uh, the former uh, Minister of Natural Resources, Gerritsen, that said that, oh, we might be stirring up some mercury and other poisonous sort of substances <laughs> at the bottom of the lake. So it was an excuse, I think, you know, to sort of uh, save those seats, those liberal writings that were right there on the bluffs. So how will the Ontario government deal with this moving forward? Because clearly this deal isn't dead. So how will they get out of it? 
Uh, well, I'm going to have to hope that this report actually says something to the effect that, you know, there is damage being, well, there will be damage being caused by this. Uh, I mean, the interesting thing is, I don't think there are, I think there's one industrial wind turbine that is in fresh water, and that I think is in Sweden or you know, one of the Scandinavian countries. But other than that, the offshore wind turbines that have been, you know, placed around the world are all in salt water. So um, I, you know, I don't know whether or not they can sort of hang their hat on that, or whether or not this study will actually produce interesting information. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and listen to the Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on AM nine hundred CHML.